Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome into Coffee Break. Troy Shockley with you this morning and a beautiful day in the capital city. Not a wisp of smoke out there. I can actually see the sleeping giant uh, with 90% containment on that Woods Creek fire, which is good to hear. That's where we've been getting a lot of that smoke from. But I appreciate you hanging out with us this morning. The show's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant 459 8565. And from the Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds, it is not Kevin Tenney in this morning. We've uh, we've upgraded. We managed to uh, dodge that bullet. We've got Logan Gustafson in. Logan, thanks for stepping in today. I sure uh, sure appreciate it. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, Kevin actually, uh, he's helping his son move into his dorm, heading off to college. And so uh, he, he's got a good excuse. He's got like the doctor's note, basically. But uh, Logan willing to sit behind the mic. So uh, I, I appreciate that. How, how bad did Kevin have to bribe you to, to get you in here? Oh, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I promised Logan we'd go easy on him. Can you introduce yourself to listeners the first yeah. time on the show? Uh, my name's Logan Gustafson. I do a whole bunch of stuff at the fairgrounds, um, accounting, all that stuff. And then I'll also do a bunch of event coordinating contract writing. So uh, I kind of always know what's going on down there. So um, well, we ought to just have you in all the time then. <laughs> uh, how long have you been out there? Uh, two years. Okay. How'd you end up in that spot like how you know nobody goes you know when i grow up i want to work at the lewis and clark county fairgrounds and uh, organize all the events like how does that happen i did some time i got out of school and then uh, i was looking around for jobs did some time at property tax up at the county which was uh, mm-hmm. interesting and then uh the spot opened up at the fairgrounds so uh, i jumped on that yeah i mean how nice has it been that you guys have actually had events going oh. on for a while i mean for a year you just sat there oh yeah it was it was we got we had a lot of backlog we could take care of um yeah but it was it, it, it's it's much better <laughs> yeah it's gotta be nice it's much just, more exciting now <laughs> right i mean the first month had to be like oh this is different and then pretty quickly it was like this is awful it day got after old day. really quickly yeah <laughs> i mean all the maintenance got done out there and everything you know yeah. pretty soon you had no yeah. to-do list just kind of sitting there for a while yeah i mean it had to it had to get really tough i mean it, it, it's been nice for you to actually have events going on out there yeah you recently got through the fair and the stampede and that of course uh, the big one it sounds like it went off really really well yes. yeah we sold out two nights of rodeo which i guess they've never done before and then the, the jake owen concert went great yeah amazing yeah you got sellouts it, yes. it was it was all because of uh because of logan you know all <laughs> of the stuff that he scheduled out there i'll take uh, credit for it that had to be great to see yes yeah yeah people i think people are just just gunning to do stuff get out there and do things and uh yeah which puts you in the in the spotlight yes. because uh you know your place is where we go to do stuff yes. here in uh, in the <laughs> helena area we've uh, we're, we're talking lewis and clark county fairgrounds this morning logan gustafson in for kevin tenney and uh, you've uh, you've got through the fair and stampede as we mentioned and uh coming up we've got a big event we've got larry the cable guy coming to town fill us in on that one yeah september 18th uh 7 p.m a day after our beer fest so you can you can camp you can camp say do go to beer, ca- beer yeah. fest camp at our campgrounds and then <laughs> yeah it makes for a great larry. weekend you yeah. can come early don't just come if you're coming from out of town especially yes you come and maybe do that first Let, let's do it in order so tell us about the beer fest that's so, going on friday the so, Seven is seventeenth. Yep, the seventeenth. Um, have a whole bunch of breweries here. It'll be a fun night, and then the night afterwards, Larry comes in and uh, uh, 
does his show. Yeah. So uh, tickets to the beer fest. What do you have ticketing information? There? I don't yet. Okay. Um, Exchange Club sets it up, but they haven't set up their ticketing information yet. Um, okay. And then Larry, you can get your tickets at lccfairgrounds.com or at our ticket office. Yeah, and so how did the Larry the Cable Guy thing, I mean, is he just, was he coming through? And I mean, what, what gave us the opportunity to get him? Because that's a big name. Yes, so he he was routed. He was going to be in, I think, South Dakota and then was set to go in Idaho, I believe. So he we're on the way. So Okay. <laughs> and so, you know, it, it's a cool thing to have him here in town. And uh, tickets are on, on sale. They're available for this now. Yes. Yep. Yep. And they're, I mean... I guess they're a little bit pricey in terms of just, you know, if you look at it, just of a generic, oh, this is a ticket, but yeah. this is a ticket for a national yes. name. Yeah, he's a, he's a big name. Um, uh, there's many to get in, so. <laughs> but uh, apparently no bad seat in the house in terms no. of how the thing is set up. So if you didn't get right in and get those VIP or get that, you know, the third row, it, it sounds like the worst seat in the house, you're, what, 100 feet from yeah. the stage? Yeah, he's, yeah best best seats you could get with him um with our because we have a smaller venue so mm -hmm. yeah yeah so you know your seats are not going to be bad if uh you go in if that's the concern you know scratch it off the list uh, there's there's not a really a bad seat the way this thing is set up and uh tickets are uh, they're going out but you still do have a chance and just like anything else we were, i was chatting with logan before we started on the air here we all know helena's last minute uh, there were people that got turned away from the rodeo at the stampede Yep, yep. Because we're last minute, they showed up like we always do and stood in <laughs> line and there were no more tickets to be had. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing there's a chance that could happen again. Yes. Oh, definitely. Definitely could happen. So what do people need to do to get tickets for Larry the Cable Guy? So they can either go to our website, lccfairgrounds.com. Um, it's a pretty easy process. Just click purchase tickets or you can go to our swing bar box office and we can sell them to you directly. Okay. So that is, uh, that's very easy. And, uh, you know, if, if you're worried about doing it online, just head on out there to the fairgrounds. It's open. And uh, you can kind of get an idea of, you know, talk with the folks of, you know, where are these seats? What yeah. is this going yeah. to look like? And, uh, you know, so we mentioned also the uh, Lewis and Clark Beer Fest is going on out there uh, the day before. So you can go out there to Lewis and Clark Beer Fest, uh, enjoy yourself, and uh, you don't even have to go home. You can walk to your camping spot. I, I think people maybe don't realize that there's camping available yeah. at the fairgrounds. Yes, yeah. We have, we have camping pretty much all year round around um 22 a night with electricity rv hookup um yeah this yeah. is not parking in the parking lot no, and camping this, this, this is, is an this actual is actual rv spots <laughs> so how does that work like how do people uh, get hooked up with that they, they just have to they can either call us um or they can swing by our office most people like to swing by our office because then we can show them their campground okay uh, how, mu how much is that a yeah. night it's 22 a night with electricity Okay, yep. so you got hookups. You can just roll right in yeah. and, uh, and and hang out there at the fairgrounds, and then go see Larry the Cable Guy the next night. Uh, you know, and and maybe you know spend some time in the afternoon before the show. Go go feed the ducks or something, right? <laughs> yeah, you could go and do that. Yeah, play on the playground. You know, there's there's stuff to do over there. Um, other stuff coming up out there. The uh, the trade show is yes. coming up next, next weekend. Week. Next weekend, yeah. Uh, Made in Montana trade show that's put on by the state. Um, yeah, big big. Uh, the the open to the public is that Saturday. Um, it's nine to five, and that's uh, get there early because it it fills up, and they have a. There's gonna be a lot. Of, there's always a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. They have to limit how many people they have in. There's so many people that come in there. So, uh, and that's a great. Uh, we we've gotten Christmas presents at that thing. 
yeah. you know, pretty oh, much yeah. yearly. It's going in, and you and you don't even go in with a plan. You no. just walk and look at stuff and go, <laughs> I know who would like that. Yeah. And we usually walk out with about half a dozen Christmas presents. Yeah, it's, and it's all locally made stuff, so uh, support local. Yeah, I mean, and it's fantastic stuff. Everything. I, I one year we got like the the sunglass band made from uh, old uh, uh, fly line from the <laughs> from the backing. They were really cool. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff. I mean, you, you got cutting boards out there. You got stuff for the yard. You got, I mean, the, the, there is, I, I think, succulents in the little holders for them. I mean, there is no end to stuff that you're going to find out there. They made a Montana trade show coming up next weekend. And then uh, there, there's something else coming this month too, right? There's a dog show uh, last weekend this month. Um, it's the Helena Kennel Club and the Galton Kennel Club. Uh, they do theirs at the same time. Okay. So. So that'll be fun. Yeah. You've seen uh, Best in Show, you know, go out there and see our own uh, local version. And then uh, I guess bleeding into October while we're here, the uh, Last Chance Community Powwow is going on yep. the uh, the very – is it October 1st, I think? Very first weekend of October, yep. Yeah, so yep. that's always a pretty big deal too, isn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. It's all, that's always packed. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Logan, you, you, uh, you're busy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're right now. Yeah. Exhibit Hall is pretty much booked till third weekend in December. So. Okay. Yeah. So if people want to find out more information about any of the stuff we've talked about this morning, any of the, the, the weekend events or uh, Larry, the cable guy in particular, what should they do? Where should they go? You can either contact us through our website or you can, uh, you can swing by our offices. We're open eight to five uh, Monday through Friday. And then uh, you can give us a call at four, five, seven, eight, five, one, six. Perfect. Logan, I think we uh, I think we covered it. Awesome. You did a great job. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> enough that maybe Kevin might have you come in next time. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> Logan's going, please, no. <laughs> Logan, uh, Logan Gustafson with the uh, Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds. Uh, stick around. We got more coffee break coming up. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back to Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging out with this morning. With us this morning, let's get all the words in. I do appreciate it. The show's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant, 459-8565. Once again, thanks to Logan for coming in and chatting with us this morning. Uh, not something that he is used to, so appreciate him being willing to come in and do that. And I do want to remind you before we uh, sort of uh, continue on with the show about that event going on out at the VA uh, tonight, uh, you know, the uh, Montana Veterans Affairs 
healthcare center offering some support to veterans. We've got the withdrawal of forces from Afghanistan. 20 years uh, looks an awful lot like uh, like Saigon in the last little bit, and that's causing some uh, some triggers for some folks. The 20th anniversary of the 9-11 terror attacks coming up. You know, COVID is ramping up. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, the VA has been getting a lot of calls from uh, vets feeling some stress, and so they've organized uh, essentially a listening session. It's going on tonight out at the uh, VA at Fort Harrison. Uh, it's from 5 to 7 in the rec hall out there. Uh, no charge for this. And there's no, uh, you know, they're not having you lie down on a couch. It's just uh, guys getting together and sharing shared experiences and uh, shared concerns. Uh, no charge. Mask is, uh, masks are going to be required out there this evening. If you don't have one, uh, they, they've got that stuff available for you. So just wanted to remind you of that again out at Fort Harrison from 5 to 7 tonight. And uh, continuing our show now, we've got Michael Doc Venata in. Uh, Mike's the director of Starboy Starbase. I am I'm struggling, Mike. I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> I, I need uh, I need more caffeine is what's going on. I've only had two cups this morning. Uh, the, the the third didn't make it, and so I think now I'm feeling it. Uh, Mike's the director of Starbase out at Fort Harrison. Uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks for hanging out to, to be our grand finale today. You bet. You know, uh, coming in second place isn't always so bad. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I came in second place this weekend, and this past weekend, in a pulled pork competition. And I thought, second place? I'm, I'm good with that. I felt pretty good. I go wrong with pulled pork. No, you know, I, even even a bad pulled pork. You know, I'm I'm good with that. Hey, can you can you introduce uh, for the you know people maybe new to this the uh, the place the concept? What is Starbase? Um, Starbase is a uh, Department of Defense funded uh, STEM education program. So STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. And uh, we see every single fifth grader in Helena and East Helena um, all throughout the year. Their teachers come out with them and their class to visit our facility. We're out at Fort Harrison as well. And um, we just, we do science and and robotics and uh, CAD print, 3D printing and all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. And you have, uh, as you said, Helena and East Helena is the target, but I think you've had folks from like Augusta and stuff like that out there too, haven't you? Um, yeah, I guess folks go to the Great Falls site, but you okay. know, Townsend, Clancy, uh, Montana City, we, we try to, to spread out. To yeah, because there's a location here and there's one in Great Falls. And there, is there one coming in Shelby or are we hoping to get one in Shelby? Uh, Malta. Malta. That's where I was. See, I, I need the caffeine, Mike. I mean, you know, they're both north. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're hoping to work on a, a Malta site. Um, it's gonna, it will be called Starbase um, Highline, okay. and it'll serve all those communities up there. Uh, you know, some of the schools may have to travel a bit further, but, you know, they're used to that with sports and, and activities, and it's something that would really bring a lot of value up there. So uh, we're working on getting that site going. Uh, hopefully open this year at some point. Very cool. And and this for area fifth graders. Why did we settle on fifth grade? Like, why is that the, the target? Uh, studies have shown that about fifth grade is when students kind of figure out what they're into, what they're not into. Um, right before middle school, middle school, they obviously jump into different classes with mm-hmm. different teachers. And at this point, they're figuring out what sparks their interest and what does not. And so... Uh, the goal is is to just expose them to all kinds of of uh, technology, science, engineering, and, and let them have some success where they can think, "Hey, you know, this is fun. I enjoy this. I'm good at this. Yeah, maybe I can pursue this more 
in middle school, high school. Yeah, and then exposes we, them to some stuff. Maybe that's new. Right. Exposure is really the key because, you know, a lot of kids um, just don't know what's out there. And we're fortunate in Montana. I think we, we talked about this before uh, in that every single kid in our district gets to come. Whereas, you know, you take Starbase, Austin, Texas, and they're only hitting a mm-hmm. very small percentage. Granted, those those kids are, are you know, Title I, um, you know, underprivileged kids. Uh, but here, <clears throat> every single kid in our district gets to come. That's really uh, a special thing for Montana. Yeah, super cool. And uh, we're, we're talking Starbase with Mike Venata this morning. And the school year's now started, so you're on the clock. You've, you've got a class, is it this week? You've got one going yeah, on right now? Our first class, East Helena, came in um, on Monday. And we'll have another East Helena class next week uh, for the four days. And then we have Labor Day. And then they'll come back uh later in the year to get their fifth day in okay so we have our our first helena class will come i think it's september 10th maybe is that a monday i think it is i uh, think so so yeah we're, we're back to uh you know rolling through um we're, we're wearing masks again you know with the district uh directive um, but otherwise we uh we're seeing full classes we're, we're seeing them five days a week um so that's that's exciting uh i got my full staff back last year one of my teachers was remote only, so he could not come back. He was kind of high risk COVID group. So I have my staff of three back, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, Starbase <laughs> is up and running. You pretty much have to be because, like you said, you're getting every fifth grader in, and you right. know that that might not seem. Everybody's going, well, how many fifth graders could there be? Well, look at all the elementary schools in town. There's eleven elementary schools, and um, so it's not just eleven classes that you have in because there's multiple classes people are thinking every fifth grade school i think is maybe the default there's a lot of classes in each of those 11 schools well for instance east helena they're the champion of fifth grade they have six fifth grade classes at radley six wow and uh you know a lot of the schools in helena have at least three Mm -hmm. so and we also try to do you know uh saint andrew and um helena christian We we try to get those private schools as well yeah uh, but yeah, our schedule is, is completely booked up this year. We're excited and, uh, it, it's just fun to, to have the kids back in the classroom. Cause in the summertime, you know, I'm a state employee, so I'm there all summer. Uh, it gets a little lonely out there. Right. My, my, my staff is off and, uh, playing so, tic-tac-toe against yourself. is just not so fun after a while. Well, the kids and I went to out to Chicago and DC for this summer for a trip, which was great, but it's good to get back to you know, what, what we're good at, what we really enjoy doing with the yeah, kids. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's an amazing thing. And, and, and we need kids getting interested and having their interests stoked. If they're already thinking, maybe I'm into this, you know, you are, uh, you're, you're stoking that fire. And if there's a kernel of, I might be able to do this, you're really trying to, uh, to plant that seed, to grow that kernel. I mean, th- this is a big deal for kids. Yeah, it is. And that's why, you know, Starbase 2.0, which is at the middle school, mm-hmm. that's an after school, um, essentially a STEM club where we'll do 10 weeks of, uh, a cool project with, with community mentors. That's, that's the goal is, is to then, you know, spark that interest and then kind of uh, fan the flames, if you will, throughout the next eight years, uh, seven, eight years as the kids move on into post high school. Yeah. So 2.0 uh, going on right now that in the middle school. And we talked last time about the chance that you're working on maybe getting something in high schools. Yep. Uh, there was four programs across the country that piloted a Starbase 3.0 program this 
um, I think it was last school year, maybe the year before with COVID. I'm not sure the specific dates. Uh, but yeah, a 3.0 program, again, <clears throat> it would just be same kind of thing as 2.0, just after school, extracurricular. Yeah. You know, we have football and track and stuff. You know, it hopefully, you know, down the road, you know, uh, Starbase clubs are just as prominent. You know, well, what do you do? I play football. What do you do? I do Starbase. I do science stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mike Venata is with us to finish out the show today. And we're talking Starbase. And it's just a, it's a big deal for a kid to have uh, this sort of uh, education encouraged in their lives at this age. And that interest uh, maybe is there, but there's always probably some kids every year that come through that are interested, but then have a doubt of, yeah, but I can't do that. You prove you prove themselves wrong, don't you? Yeah, we. I mean, part of part of what we try to do out there is obviously, you know, we're, we're teaching STEM, but also we we want to provide some life experience and you know show them that hey, failure is part of the process. Yeah, you know, the the most experienced engineers and scientists and and and, and brilliant people who are in STEM they failed a lot and they they don't stop they keep they're resilient they keep going and that's true in any field whether you're in construction or you you fly planes you have to be resilient when you face challenges yeah you know? the the inventors of our world you know how many how many failed inventions did exactly. they have exactly. before they found something that works that we now use every single day yeah we have a quote on the wall up there i put up uh, i think it was uh winston churchill who said uh uh Success is the ability to go from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. And that really was what it, what it is. And, you know, we, we allow the kids space to, you know, obviously you're going to be upset if you, something mm -hmm. doesn't go right. And, you know, uh, but hey, just bounce back and keep going. Uh, it's kind of like baseball. You're, you're going to, once in a while, you're going to strike out, you know, get back yeah. up there and swing the, the bat. Yeah. And even just in a week of classes and experiments and fun, you can help lay a foundation for a kid that's, you know, it, we, you've had so many fifth graders come through. One of those is going to work at NASA someday, Mike. Yeah, I hope so. You know, um, we're, we're working on a public affairs plan uh, to, to really try to uh, get out to the community more and, and maybe, you know, gather some of those stories of, of kids who came through as a 10 year old and now they're 25 or 20 and they're, they're in some kind of you know, STEM or engineering field, and they can then look back and speak to their time at Starbase. Yeah, I think that'd be great. I mean, just the social mental strength that some encouragement, some realization can produce. Um, it's it's got to be neat to see that firsthand. It is. You know, to it's, see that light bulb go off. It's really rewarding. It, it really is rewarding. Um, you know, some some kids, it, the part that, you know, is, is, is kind of a downer is you get to see kids for five days and then they, they have right, to move, move on. on. But... You know, uh, you get to see, we see about 900 kids a year. And so, yeah, there are some that you can see that spark and you can see, and, and the teachers who come with them, their, their classroom teachers, they get to see them in a whole new environment. And mm -hmm. they're like, wait a minute, you know, Tony, Tony doesn't, yeah, he, he's, I've never seen this. Kid he's the shy before. one who doesn't, doesn't yeah. want to do stuff. And all of a sudden he's just jumping in there and that's where you really see the impact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's a pro this is a program that's funded through the department of military affairs, right? It's funded through the department of defense, defense, fe okay. fe federally, but then it's run through the department of military affairs at the state. Okay. But it's not a military program. No, absolutely not. No. Um, it, it it's the it's funded by the, the defense department because you know uh, stem innovation is really important 
uh, for military. And, you know, GPS has come from those kind of research. It just benefits society in, 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 in numerous ways. Um, so it has to be attached to a military installation somehow. And we expose the kids to military careers because they are very STEM heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, most kids think military, oh, you go out and you fight the bad guys, you know, and there's uh, weapons involved. But, you know, there's techno- technology, there's radio equipment, there's all kinds of radar, there's all kinds of things that military people uh, do that, that involve STEM. And a lot of kids are just exposed to that as well. And it's just part of the exposure piece in general. Yeah. Well, and you, you talk about technology and equipment, and you mentioned before we started the show uh, that you got some new robots out there. What's that about? <clears throat> yep. Yeah, uh, so part of our cu- curriculum, part of our core is the kids learn how to program Lego robots. And there's been uh, different generations of, of Lego robotics. Uh, NXTs were were kind of the, one of the first generation then it went to ev3s and th- this doesn't make any sense to anybody who doesn't know what it is but <laughs> there's eight people out there going yes go oh on. yeah i love yeah. the ev3s they're great <laughs> so anyways the latest one is called spike primes and and it it just it's just been launched and we just got 20 of those um in just this week and we're, we're going to be one of the first uh sites uh in the country to move from ev3s to the spike prime so so the kids who are learning the, to, to program the robotics with these devices um it, it is literally the the brand new cutting edge yeah. stuff for those of us that don't know the uh all, all the numbers and letters you just got the new iphone Pretty robots much. Yeah. is what we yeah. got. Yeah. We didn't didn't have to wait in line overnight. We just, right. You know. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, because kids, uh, you know, our kids are sort of getting in there on the on the front end of something. They know a lot about technology more than you think they would. Yeah, well, you know, they um, they know more than us. I mean, we knew how to make the VCR stop blinking twelve for our parents. Uh, our kids have gone a little beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, you know, it's the kids universally love the robotics um you know because they get to program it they have to make it go forward left right whatever they navigate a maze they they earn uh you know rewards and it's just we're excited um one of my staff members newton she's kind of a a robotics expert and she it was like christmas time when when we got those boxes in oh yeah yeah, there's so much cool stuff going on out there, and we're just about out of time with Mike this morning. Uh, Mike Venata is the director of Starbase out at Fort Harrison, something that uh, every fifth grader in town gets to experience, and then uh, some uh, kids in middle school getting to experience that with uh, with 2.0, hopefully soon uh, coming back around to high schoolers again. Anything we can do to uh, stoke that flame and uh, that interest in uh, any of these fields, it's a good deal. And so, uh, uh, Mike, thanks for all that you're doing out there. I mean, it's a, it, it's not necessarily always easy, but it's uh, got to be always pretty rewarding. You know, there the challenges are you, you know you, you have a different different classroom management styles from their teachers mm-hmm. and and all kinds of personalities, but um, you know we've gotten good at that, and yeah. and the rewards far outweigh the challenges, and we just we're glad to have students back in the classroom now full time. So. Yeah, I just wish I had Starbase when. I was a kid, but then I wouldn't be here. I'd be, you know, working with robots. So that's all the time we have. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Thanks. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.